Hi, I'm Keith Allen, and I play Murphy on Z Nation, and I listen to One Up Gaming Podcast. Hi, I'm Lucy James, and I listen to the One Up Gaming Podcast. Do you have trouble sleeping? Tossing and turning all night. Nothing you do seems to help. You're not getting your recommended six to eight hours of sleep each night. Well, now there's a solution. Now there's Fat Cat Fly. With Fat Cat Fly, you'll easily get the sleep that you deserve. Download for free on the iOS App Store, and you're guaranteed to get a good night's sleep with very few side effects, as you help a fluffy kitty eat all the junk food that he wants. Side effects may include sleeplessness and desire for cheeseburgers if erection lasts more than five hours. See a physician. Try Fat Cat Fly today. Visit facebook.com slash fatcatfly because you deserve a better life. Welcome to our podcast, we've got a lot to say About all the latest games you're gonna wanna play We'll tell you what's on Xbox, PS3, PC and more We'll chat about some random stuff to you rolling on the floor This is One Up Gaming, sit back and grab a drink It's time to give a listen to what we have to And we're here, it's One Up Gaming, it's me David, and it's Eddie. Yay, I'm back. Yay, two weeks in a row, Eddie, two weeks in a row. It's unprecedented. So, let's just sort of get straight into it and say that this is episode 218, which is a crazy number when you think about it. That is... That really is a crazy number, actually. Fuck, yeah. So, what have you been doing this week, Eddie? Not gaming, just what have you been doing? Work, my friend. Just non-stop work. That's all I've been doing this week. Anything good or just crap? Besides games, not really. Mm. Some good. There's been some good stuff. Uh, let's see. As everyone should know by now, uh, Monster Hunters is out. Well, not the full game, the beta. Yeah. And I have been playing the ever-loving crap out of that game. It is definitely one of the best things I've played. It's actually just amazing, seriously. Um, hmm, what else? I'd say that I've been playing... I'm still playing Shadow of War. Still loving Shadow of War. I want DLC for Shadow of War because it's so good. And then what else? Um, ah, the PlayStation Plus game for this month of December includes Darksiders 2, which I have been playing and loving. One of my favorite games and one of my favorite game series. So yeah, I, right. I liked the first Darksiders. I never got into the second one. I bought it, but I don't I think I ever played it. I love the second one. I love the combat in the second one. It's amazing. Yeah, it is amazing. It is so good. Yeah, well. So anything else, or is that basically it? Yeah, that's it for me. That's all. I've, that's all I've been doing. That's all I've been playing. Right, well, I guess the first thing that I will say is, as of Friday night, 6.30, I am no longer a Primark employee. After seven years with the company, I handed my notice in and I left. Whoa, well done. So, yeah. I mean, when I was up in Glasgow, I had a full-time position and... Everything was fine. When I moved back down to Middlesbrough, they could only offer me part-time because they only offer part-time contracts. And mm. I'm li- I was literally like £200 a month short on what I needed. So That's a bit shit. So I had to hand my notice in. And I've, I've got a full-time job 
starting on the 18th, where I will be a personal care assistant. So I will be a carer for someone, and it's full time, more money. So hopefully, I'll be able to get things sorted and start building up funds again. But I was a, a little bit annoyed because when I left Glasgow, I got like a card with everyone's signatures and a little good luck message. And I got like given a gift card of like 30 quid and like 30 quid's worth of like bedding and toiletries, things like that that you need when you move to a new place, which was very nice of them. And then when I've left Primark as a company in Middlesbrough, I never got nothing. They didn't give me a card or anything. I guess I'm guessing it's different cultures, isn't it? Yeah. Like a different sensibilities of the people. Yeah, but yeah. So yeah, I just thought I'd, I'd say that's at least that's a big weight off my shoulders. At least now, hopefully, I can get into this full time and start working fully again. And. Yeah, hopefully then I can have more money to put into the gaming website and things. Because things have sort of like stagnated a little bit. Um, but yeah, I'd be looking to do more and more with that. But talking about some of the games that I've played this week. I've played the mobile version of Capcom's Puzzle Fighter. Which is actually a really good little game. I like Puzzle Fighter. I mean, I've only just played... I've not played against the, a human player. I've just played a couple of the missions. Um, but so far, I'm actually really enjoying how it plays and how it feels. Um, but I guess the mid-90s games are the best. Just give them a bit of a graphical shine and everything's rosy. Another game that I played, which is going to be very hard to explain is a Steam release called Orbox C and it's a puzzle game but they call it like a puzzle chill out sort of game and you literally have up down left right on the keypad of your you know and you literally have to just press like your box is say on the left hand side of the screen and you have to get it to the center and if you press up and there's no box above you your box will just shoot off the screen and it resets but if there's a box on the right hand side of the screen if you press right it'll move over and land on the other box and stop so you have to try to go around the screen and get to the point of where you can actually get into the centre of the screening. It's hard to explain. I have a video up on our YouTube sort of channel. Just search One Up Gaming or Box C, and yeah, I put a little video of that up. It's it's actually not too bad. I would hope it's only two three pound, because any more than that, then I think it's asking a little bit too much. And again, I put more time in Football Manager Mobile, which I really like that game. It's so good because it's very unrealistic. I've got Newcastle, only bought a couple of players, and I'm about sixth in the league, and I'm doing really well. But, yeah, very unrealistic. And again, more videos for our YouTube series for the Sega 32X. I played NBA Jam Tournament Edition. Still a good game, but it's a lot jerkier than I remember. Not as smooth, like the animation's not as smooth. I played NB NFL Quarterback Club at 95, which is a, an American football game. And I actually really enjoyed this game. I think I played it for like 20 minutes. It's really good fun. The next game was Pitfall, The Mayan Adventures. And this is like the reboot of the old Pitfall games for the Atari 2600. And from what I can gather, this was a part of the like the SNES or the Jaguar version. And they didn't do a very good part and it didn't play very well. Very jerky, very murky, muddy. 
So yeah, that wasn't very good. And then the last game that I played was Primal Rage. And I don't know if you've ever played Primal Rage, Eddie. I think so. I think I have, yeah. It came out from the time of when Mortal Kombat was new. And their bright idea was to put mythical creatures like dinosaurs and giant apes in a fighting game. And it looked nice for the time. It looked really nice. But the gameplay is just appalling. Absolutely appalling. So now it's an absolute joke of how the actual game plays. Um, But yeah, so that is all that I've been playing this week. So I guess what we're going to do is we're going to have a look at the... I believe... It was the uh, the 2017 Game Awards. So they had like the Game of the Year sort of stuff. So after this quick break, me and Eddie will read out their nominations and we'll guess... I'll, I'll get Eddie to guess what he thinks won. And then we'll, we'll sort of go through what actually won with them. So we're back in a couple of minutes. Hi, my name is Justin. I'm the developer of Pur Rocket an iOS space game with cats. And I listen to the One-Off Gaming Podcast. You can find a link to download my game at facebook.com slash purrocket. Up next on the One-Off Gaming Podcast is 10 minutes of nothing. Will it be the team talking about nothing or a guest interview? Stick around and find out now. It's 10 minutes of nothing. Yeah, 10 minutes of nothing. And we're back. Still me, David. Still Eddie. Yeah, we're back. Yep. Start the guessing game. And we're going to read out the Game Awards 2017 Game of the Year sort of winners and runners-up sort of thing. And so I will start this by saying this is we won't do Game of the Year. We'll do we'll leave that till last. So best game direction. So. The nominations were Horizon Zero Dawn, Resident Evil 7 Biohazard, Super Mario Odyssey, The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, Wolfenstein 2 The New Colossus. So which do you think won? Hmm. Nothing but dead air, Eddie. Sounds great. No, I think, I think, I think. Uh, so, best game direction. Yeah, Breath of the Wild. Breath, Breath of the Wild. Breath of the Wild. Obviously. That is their winner, know. yes. Obviously, because people love Zelda. People want Zelda. Oh my god, Zelda. <laughs> Zelda's so great. So, Alright, give, give, give me the next one. Give me the next one. The next I'm one. On roll right now. Best Narrative Hellblade Senua's Sacrifice Horizon Zero Dawn Nier Automata What Remains of Edith Finch and Wolfenstein 2 The New Colossus Uh, uh, Wolfenstein isn't going to get it I know that. Wolfenstein won't get it. Because it's too much of a bang-bang, shoot-shoot game. Um, I'd say... It's between... I think it's Neil... I think I think Neil Automata will get it. I think so. I think so. Because people really love those characters. So you I'll think give it to Nier. Nier. They yeah, gave yeah. What Remains of Edith Finch as the winner. Fuck off. <laughs> Fuck off. Fuck. Why? Why? That game isn't... Okay. Alright. Okay. Alright. Yeah. This is basically the Oscars. Sure. Alright. Go on. So, next up. There is... There should have been one nomination and one winner. Because that's all you need. But... Best mm. Art Direction. So, the nominations... Right. Cuphead. Destiny 2. Horizon Zero okay. Dawn, Persona 5, uh, and The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. Uh, 
Oh, for fuck's sake. It's gonna be Legend of Zelda. It has to. It's, it's either Legend of Zelda or Cuphead. Easy. The winner is the correct one, and that is Cuphead. Fucking hell. So, best score or music Cuphead, Destiny 2, Nier Automata, Persona 5, Super Mario Odyssey, and The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. I think that's going to be on every single nomination. Yeah, probably. Uh, uh, I would say, for me, for me personally, out of all of those games, the music I love the most is probably from Super Mario Odyssey. It just fits the game. It doesn't even have to be like good on its own. It fits the game perfectly. Every zone, every jump, it fits it so goddamn well. You can't go wrong. Well, you did, because the winner was Nier Automata. Oh, oh for fuck's sake. <laughs> how? I, I I'm not know. saying it doesn't have good music, but how? It's just orchestral music. Every game now has orchestral music. It makes no sense. Alright, cool. Yeah. This is basically the Oscar. So. Best audio design. Destiny 2. Hellblade. Resident Evil 7 Biohazard. Super Mario Odyssey. And The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. Wait, to say that again? Hellblade, Destiny 2, right. Resident Evil 7, Super Mario, and The Legend of Zelda. Mm, Hellblade. You are correct. Hellblade won Best Audio Design. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, Best Performance. It's a good game. So, I guess this is either voice acting or motion capture acting or whatever. So, the Best Performance, mm-hmm. Ashley Birch... Zero Horizon Zero Dawn Brian Bloom Wolfenstein 2 The New Colossus Claudia Black Uncharted The Lost Legacy Laura Bailey Uncharted The Lost Legacy and Melina Jurgens Hellblade Mm. I like Laura Bailey I like Laura Bailey so I want to say her, but I know it's not going to go to her because it's an uncharted game for fuck's sake. So, me no, uh, uh, ah, that's a hard one actually. God damn it! I has to go to Hellblade then. Yes, you are correct. Hellblade was the winner. Yeah. So. Yeah. Games for impact. Which I don't have a clue what the hell that means. Bury Me, My Love. Hellblade. Life is Strange Before the Storm. Night in the Woods. Please Knock on My Door. And What Remains of Edith Finch. Hellblade. Easy. Yes, you are correct. Easy. Hellblade <laughs> has the, had the biggest influence. Easy. Yeah. So the next in best ongoing game, which again I don't have a clue what the hell that means. Destiny Two, Grand Theft Auto Online, Overwatch, Player Unknown's Battlegrounds, Rainbow Six Siege, and Warframe. Hmm. Play on. Play. Play on. Um... The winner yeah, was on, uh... Overwatch. What? <laughs> what? 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 I know. So I could see that because they're both popular, but mm. I thought I would I would have thought PUBG would be more popular, but it might be because Overwatch is also on console that it gets a little more recognition. I don't know, uh, unless it's because I. Battlegrounds isn't officially, officially fully out yet, sort of thing. Yeah, so, yeah. it's still an early access game, to be yeah, honest. So. We don't know. Anyway, best independent game. So, these are Cuphead, Hellblade, Night in the Woods, Pyre, 
And what remains of Edith Finch? Pile. The winner was Cuphead. Ooh. Alright, alright. That's the good choice. Alright. I like Pyre though, personally. Pyre, I think, should have won that one. Mm. So It's a good game. I'll have to play it. I've never, I've not played that one. So next up is the best mobile game. Now, I will admit, there's not many on here I've heard of. Fire Emblem Heroes, which I thought was awful. Hidden Forks, I've never heard of. Monument Valley 2, I didn't know there was a sequel. Old Man's Journey, never heard of. And Super Mario Run, which I hated. Hmm. Probably Super Mario Run. Nope. It was Monument Valley 2. Never played it. <laughs> the, f- the first one was Never really played. good. But yeah. I've, I've, I haven't played either. I haven't played the first one or the second one. So, best handheld game. And they are Ever Oasis, Fire Emblem Echoes, Metroid Samus Returns, Monster Hunter Stories, Poochie and Yoshi's Woolly World. Mm. Monster Hunter Stories? Metroid Samus Returns wins. Damn. So next up was the best VR AR game. So there is Farpoint, which made me so sick. Lone Echo, never (laughs) heard of. Resident Evil 7, didn't like it that much. Star Trek Bridge Crew, was okay but you had to have five mates to play it. And Super Hot VR, which is quite cool, but more of a tech demo. Hmm. Um, I'm not gonna lie, I don't know. I don't know. This is where my knowledge falls short because I don't care about VR. I don't yeah, care so about VR or AR. Resident Evil all. 7 was the winner. Huh. Alright. So, Alright. next up, best action game, and that is Cuphead, Destiny 2, Near, Prey, Wolfenstein 2. Cuphead. The winner is Wolfenstein 2. Oh, well done to them. <laughs> well done to them. So, best action adventure game, Assassin's Creed Origins, Horizon Zero Dawn, Super Mario Odyssey, The Legend of Zelda, and Uncharted Uh, The Lost Legacy. It's Legend of Zelda, isn't it? Yes, The Legend of Zelda wins. For fuck's sake. So, best role-playing game, Divinity Original Sin 2. Final Fantasy Fifteen, Near, Persona Five, and South Park: The Fractured But Whole. Ooh, this is a hard one. <laughs> it's a hard one. Those are all good games. Those are all amazing games. Um, except for Persona, didn't like it. <laughs> uh, uh, Divinity. The winner is Persona Five. Uh, Oh fuck off! <laughs> no, no, no! That's some bullshit. That's some bullshit. Persona Five was not better than Divinity, not even by a little bit. Fuck right off. The storytelling wasn't better. Gameplay wasn't better. They are the, they have they basically have the same gameplay. Divinity has some of the best gameplay in an RPG to date. I don't give a damn what anyone says. So, I don't care how much fandom there is around Persona. Persona's a decent game. Decent story. The characters are a bit shit. Like, they're all cliches. So, cool. Well done. You wrote a cliche. I'm so surprised. Come on now. We're basically just giving awards to games that are mediocre or have some type of following. Divinity is, is the best RPG out right now. 
it does everything an RPG is supposed to do and more. There's like shit. It's basically a, it's basically turned into like make your own adventure simulator. Because you, you can literally make your own adventure. Fuck, man. Oh, for fuck's sake. These these award shows are gonna are gonna be the death of me. For so, sure. Next sure. up, they should have renamed it the. the Nintendo category but it's the best family game so Mario Kart 8 Deluxe Mario Rabbids uh, Rabbids Kingdom Battle Sonic Mania Splatoon 2 and Super Mario Odyssey Uh, Odyssey yes Super Mario Odyssey is the winner yep so best Best strategy game Halo oh. Wars 2 Mario and Rabbids Kingdom Battle Total War Warhammer 2 Tooth and Nail No sorry Tooth and Tail And XCOM 2 War of the Chosen Ooh that's a hard one Okay I'm just going to say this If Mario vs Mario vs Rabbids Or whatever the fuck it's called wins I'm going to be so pissed Total Warhammer Well you're as pissed as me because I hated Marion Rabbids. I played it and I no. hated it, but it, it won. No. It won. Why? It's so shit. It's basically <laughs> XCOM. You can't have XCOM and an XCOM-like game in the same category and give it to the XCOM-like game. That's some bullshit. <laughs> oh, my God. No. 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 <laughs> God damn. I don't... That that pisses me off. That's some <laughs> bullshit. That is some bullshit. Who votes on this shit? I don't know. I don't know. Is it the people or is it like a committee? Because if it's a committee, I want their names. I want their names on her address. Think, These motherfuckers are I think it's uh, it's the actual people who run the show. They actually vote for it all. It's so, but it's so shit. It's so dumb of a concept. It's Mario in... It's Rabbids in the Mario world with an XCOM fight, with an XCOM playstyle. Why? Just why? It doesn't make sense. You don't have to do that. You can just add them as like mini... You could add the Rabbids in any other way. But you chose to do it in an XCOM playstyle. Why? It does not... It doesn't give anything to the game. At all. It's just like a low... Like the fact that Tooth and Tail... Is such is such a better strategy game. I would not call Mario vs. Rabbids a strategy game at all. At all. It is a family game at best. It's a children's game at best. Tooth and Tail is a strategy game. XCOM 2, strategy game. The rest of this shit is not a strategy. There's no strat like fucking Divinity. Strat like come on. Divinity has more strategy in it. Divinity has more strategy in it. It's an RPG. Fuck. Odyssey has more strategy in it. I'm gonna say that right now. Odyssey has more strategy in it. I would have been fine. Do you know what? I would have rather if they had put Zelda in it, and Zelda would have won. <laughs> I, I would have. I would have rather that happened. I would have rather they put Zelda in that category and Zelda had won, because that is just a slap in the face to every like hardcore strategy game. Because you, because like, come on, you have Total War, you have Total Warhammer right there. Total War Warhammer right there, right there, and you're telling me that it's not as good as basically a Mario cash in. Are you high? Fucking. See, this is what happens when you let Americans choose shit. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, this I is understand. what happens that Americans choose, choose shit they chose Trump and look what's happening so just stop, take away take away privileges for them to vote on shit I don't think they deserve to vote anymore they fucked up enough like Jesus Christ god damn it there's nothing oh. see this is why this is why England left America this is the, this is the reason this is the reason we had foresight we saw that dumb shit was gonna happen this is the whole reason. I blame America as a whole for this decision. 
I blame America as a whole because it's just terrible. America, fix the fuck up. America, <laughs> fix the fuck up. So, without getting too racist, Jeez. let's go on to the fuck, best man. spots of racing game. Nominations oh, FIFA 18, Forza Motorsport 7, Gran Turismo Sport, NBA Whoa. 2K18, Pro Whoa. Evolution Soccer 2018, Whoa. and Project Cars 2. Uh, Project Cars. The winner was Forza Motorsport 7. Mm. Which I will say what? is a brilliant game. Oh, yeah. They're all brilliant games. All free, all, like, when it comes to racing games, there's obviously, like, not many. Like, yeah. not hundreds. But there are some very good ones. And all of those games are very good racing games. So if, if any of them won, it would have been basically fine because they all really deserve it, honestly. Like, right. I don't think there's a racing game as detailed... Like when it graphically as Project Cars, but then again you have Forza that's basically you have For you have Forza and like Gran Turismo that those are games that have are close to perfect. I nearly bought Gran Turismo Sparks. It was on sale for twenty five pound, mm. and then I went yesterday or whatever it was to go and buy it, and it was back up to fifty five quid. So like, now I'm not paying fifty five bloody quid. <laughs> No, this is a good game. Yeah. So, this will be fun. Most anticipated game. God of War. Marvel's Spider-Man. Monster Hunter World. Red Dead Redemption 2. And The Last of Us Part 2. Ah, uh, The Last of Us. Yeah, that's the one that won. Yeah. Easy, easy. Mm. I'm going to say this. I didn't like The Last of Us. I didn't. I didn't like it. The ending just spoiled the entire game for me. I hate it so much. But a lot of people are looking forward to that game. A lot of people are looking forward to that game. So, I don't know. So, next up. I think. I don't know if you want to go through this or not, but Trending Gamer. Because I've never heard of any of these people. Go right ahead. Let's see. Andrea Wren from What's Good Games, Clint Lexer from Half Half Coordinated, but it's written all in one word, it's really hard to try and read, Guy Beam, Dr. Disrespect, Mike Grzyski, Shrewd. And lastly, Stephen Spoon, Able Gamers. Uh, Doctor Disrespect, because yeah. he's fucking hilarious. The one I've never heard of him. He is—he's a rude bastard. That's it. That's basically—he's just a bastard. That's, yeah. There's not much else to it. There's literally not much else to it. He's just a bastard, and he deserves to win for being a bastard. So this next one, I don't understand it with it being like the Game of the Year 2017 awards. But best esports game, Counter Strike Global Offense came out about five years ago. Dota 2 right. came out about five years ago. League of Legends came out about five years ago. Overwatch about two years ago, and Rocket League about two years ago. I'm gonna say this. Fuck this category. This is literally just a panda to the fucking to the fucking like competitive side of gaming. Fuck this. No one cares. Let's be honest. Esports is a trend for now. It is important for now. But do you know why do you know why everyone in Korea loves esports? Because they ain't shit else to watch. Korea's biggest thing is dramas. Their comedies are sad. So again That's the only reason it's big. So the winner was Overwatch, but we don't care. No, should nobody I, should. It's not that big of a deal. Should I miss this like, category out then? Best esports player. Oh Jesus Christ! Please, just I don't care. I do, I don't care. I'm like I respect them for being able to make to make a career out of playing games, but I don't give a fuck. I'm not, I'm not gonna lie. 
<laughs> I don't have enough shit to give. I would have like, a guess. None of these uh, players are American or English. I will just say a couple of the names: Lee Sang, right. Marcelo, Ji Hong, and Kuro. Lee Sang Hyuk won for League of Legends, but I don't. I don't yeah, have a clue. Oh Jesus Christ! Irish Best esports team. I don't care. Cloud no. Nine won. Oh, of course they did. For fuck's sake, they're everywhere. They're the only one. En- they're the only one everyone knows. But for fuck's sake. I don't understand esports, why everyone loves esports. I don't really get it. Because, don't get me wrong, it's fun to watch games. But, I don't think you can call it a sport. I don't think you can call esports a sport, because it's not. Like, don't get me wrong, right? Don't get me wrong. I understand how people will say it. People will be like, oh, chess is a sport, and whatnot. But there's a difference. You see what I'm saying? Chess is something that the people that are very good at chess at an international level are just genius level individuals. They're just... Like, they have military minds, basically. You put them in any other strategy type of situation, they're golden. But games is different. Games, there is... There's a meta. You know what I'm saying? There's a character that's better than another character. There's just characters for certain situations that are better for certain situations than other characters. That's the strategy layer. It's not how well you do, how how good you are at strategizing with certain characters. It's using the right characters at the right situation for the right type of plan for the right to counteract the, another character. That's how that that's how games work. That's how competitive games work. Now, that doesn't mean that, you know, it's easy to be at a competitive level at a game. It's probably not. It takes a lot of effort. But is it the same amount of effort that goes into being a world-class chess player? Fuck no. I'm sorry, but no. Absolutely bloody not. Because I'll tell you this right now. There's a reason. There's a reason why for so long chess was being an, being just an international chess player was seen as something that only a few people could do because it was only a few people it was only something that a few people could do but being good at a game like League of Legends it's something that everyone can do you make it you can make a team you just need to learn the metas learn the strategies learn all of these things and then do them and that's it have the best use like have the best characters to counteract the other characters and you won well done finished over you learn what character the what character the other team like a player on the other team plays the most or whatever and then you build your strategy around that easy that's what's done now if that was to be translated into chess it wouldn't make sense you can you can you know rewatch and read about what your opponent, what his favorite strategy is, right, in a chess match. But that doesn't make sense either because you do that, he might not use that strategy. And then you're just screwed because you've been preparing for that. There's a difference. You ha- In chess, you think several steps ahead. In League of Legends, it's reactionary. You have a plan, but if the plan goes to shit, you're screwed. And I'm sorry, but I can't take that seriously. Like, there are some games that I could see... As real as like maybe being something to like a sport, you know what I'm saying? But there are some games that I just I can't because the strategy level is literally just learning the metal, and that to me that's not that that's not worthy of being a sport. The difference between sports and basically every other form of entertainment is when you're actually playing the sport. If something goes wrong. If you what if you suddenly become one man down, you have to adapt. There is no plan for that most of the time. You just have to adapt. If their if their defense is a little is a little stronger than you thought it would be, you have to adapt. You do not get the chance to make a plan. There is no meta that you can change. It's like in football. How in God's name did Leicester was it Leicester City who won the Premier League before? Yeah. It was like last year or two years ago. Yeah. How the fuck did they do that? 
They were the worst team in the league, like, not that, not that long ago, like, two years before. But they won. No one saw that coming. No one saw that coming. So if anyone told you they saw that coming, they're lying. No one saw that coming. But it happened anyway. Why? Because they adapted. That's the difference between sport and games. Games, you don't have to adapt as much in, as you do in sports. Games, you just need to learn what's the best equipment to have for this. What's the best character to use for this. In sport, you adapt because if because what you may think is the best isn't always the best. If that was the case, Portugal and Argentina would constantly be at, would con- no con- yeah Portugal, Spain and Argentina would constantly be reaching the finals of the World Cup every single year because they technically they have the best players every every four years for the World Cup. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. But this is what I'm saying. Well, every two years for Euro. But you see what I'm saying. Yeah, Argentina can't qualify for that. You know what I mean. Stop. <laughs> the fuck. <laughs> but this is what I'm saying. That that's, that that would be the case. You would see the same teams over and over and over. But that's not what happened. It's always a toss up of who's going to qualify and who isn't. There have there have been years where teams that you would think would qualify haven't qualified. Brazil. There have been years where Brazil hasn't qualified, and they're technically one of the best. Technically one of the best. Or the I don't. Best I think. You're right. I think you're country. wrong there. I think Brazil's qualified for every World Cup. No, I don't think so. I honestly don't think so. Mm. I honestly don't think so. I'll, I'll have to Google it, but I honestly don't think so. But this is the thing. That's the difference between sports and game. There's, unpredi- there's like things that can happen unpredictably, right? There's unpredictable things that can happen. And I'm not saying that in games you can't get like a pentakill or whatever the fuck it is. But... That's far less likely to happen. It's like that's planned. That's planned. Let's lead them into here. Wait for me to get my ult, and then let's wipe them and you know storm. That, that's literally it. Or rush them down. That's li- that's literally it. There's a meta. There's a plan. That can't happen in sports. You see it all the time. The most messed up goals in football that make no sense. People kicking from the halfway from from the halfway point going into the goal. How? You think that was planned? No. That's by the seat of your pants. American football, again, a perfect example. They have plans, sure, but a lot of the times the plans go to shit. <laughs> the plans go to shit. Because the opposite team has a plan to counteract that plan, so they're playing by the seat of their pants. The, the, I think it's the quarterback in American football who has to make decisions, has to make changes, like just instantly, like boom, this has, we need to make a change. Same in basketball. When you're on the court, Plays change. Plays become different. If the other team sees through your strategy, you have to make a new play up on the spot. You may have a few planned out, but you don't always have a few planned out for every situation that you get in. One-on-one sports, boxing, again, you cannot always have a plan. You plan to fight, you train to fight the person, but when it actually comes down to it, you can get knocked out in one punch in the first round and that's it. Over. That's what sports are. There's, there's the unpredictability. There is none of that in esports. And it's ridiculous that people think of it as a sport because it's not. It's nothing like any other sport. It's nothing like... A, it's not a sport at all. And I think the sooner people embrace that, the sooner the rest of the world will embrace esports because people are looking at it and being like oh uh, esports is being played on ESPN so do you think people do you think that's because they're embracing it or because they want the money from it they're not embracing esports the moment esports does something wrong they're abandoning that ship so quick you're like esports is a trend that everyone's just riding on that's it if you want to be taken seriously as as a competitive thing you are going to have to understand what you are in the competitive space. Esports players aren't athletes. They're not. I'm sorry, but they're not. I will they're say one not. thing, though, Eddie. And yeah. for me, I would be more inclined to watch someone who did like a World Series on like a Gran Turismo or a Forza or mm. a good team like you have to all be English or all be French and have FIFA something like that would be but to me 
all these esports games, all the companies that are clamoring over it are the ones that are popular in China and Korea, mm-hmm. just because they know that's where the money is. Yeah. But and anyway, this is what, and this is what... only one no country one has like been this. present at all the World Cup final tournaments, and that's but Brazil. One... No way, really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm honestly surprised. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm honestly surprised. I am honestly surprised Brazil be putting in that work. Rah! <laughs> anyway. I have a feeling every Brazilian that's listening to this right now is just going, yeah, you know what I mean. They're all, they have that pride in them right now. Jesus Christ, Brazil, leave some space for the rest of us, innit? Christ. Not letting anyone else in. Fuck, you know. Oh, when, my God. When we used but, yeah. to have our detailed statistics, we did actually yeah. have a few people from Brazil. Yeah, listen to oh the show. But this is cool. That is cool. That's actually really cool. But that then again, that's something else. That is something else. That's that that still supports what I'm saying. Anyway, it's unpredictable. That's the great thing about sports. This next E-sports. category, I have no idea what the hell it means. Student Game Award. Oh. And then it's got uh, a load of games I've never heard of. So Falling Sky, From Light. Right. Hollowed, okay. Impulsion, right. Level Squared, right. and Meaning. Wait, so I'm guessing all of those are games that students have made? I, uh, that's what my guess is as well. Uh, hmm. Falling Skies, that sounds cool. Level Squared is the one that won. So, I'm guessing it's education. I think it's education. The, the, I'm gonna have to see that game, but I might I might want to check out that game mm. actually because it sounds educational. It might be fun to play. It might just be like you a know, little but... puzzle game. I don't know. Yeah, fuck it. So, but if for it to win an award at this type of thing, yeah, I'm guessing it has to be like a certain level of quality. Like I'm not saying you know. Mario versus Rabbids level of quality. <laughs> you know, let's just let's not put it on that pedestal, but you know, quality. <laughs> I'm still pissed about that. I'm still pissed. I'm still pissed off. That's gonna piss me off the entire week. That's gonna. I'm gonna be pissed off about that the entire week. Carry on. Let's just. Let's just. Mm, wow. Best indie. No, sorry. Best debut indie game. So that's Ooh. Cuphead. Golf Story, Hollow Knight, Cuphead. Mr. Shifty, nope, no matter what you say, Cuphead. Slime Rancher, Cuphead. yeah, Cuphead, Cuphead is the winner. Cuphead, fuck every other game, Cuphead. This indie game better than Cuphead right now, get the fuck out of here. And then this next one, I have no idea what the hell they're going for. They must have been sponsored, but it's Chinese Fan Game Award. Yeah, let's skip that. Let's just skip that. Honor of Kings, Icy, Gumballs and Dragons, GX3 HD, and Monument Valley 2. I'm going to Google their winner to see what the hell it is. But the winner was GX3 HD. GX3 HD. GX3 HD. Okay. It's not on my Play Store. Because I've never heard of that. JX3 HD. Oh! That actually looks like a. From the art, it looks a bit like a... Open with YouTube. Might be a bit of a noise, I'll turn it down. I tell you what, if that's mobile, it can't be. That looks really good. Come on, let's skip. It looks like a... Actually, I don't know what the hell it is. It looks like you just place four or five people on a pedestal and dress them up. But it's like all 
Chinese warriors and super moves and action moves and so I don't know if it's like a role playing game, a Dynasty Warriors style game or but this 15 minute video that I've clicked on it's just got them stood on like the mountains doing super moves and stuff nothing moving and out it's weird that is very weird but okay that's you know again this is like the Oscars I'm just gonna stop being surprised by things at this point yeah I know I know what you mean so that is the Game Awards Stay tuned for our Game of the Year stuff, which we will be doing pretty soon. Um, I'm hoping to maybe start in during next week, Eddie. That's so perfect. I will email again everyone the list for everyone to go through and look over. And then I will hopefully, even if everyone just sends over their lists, even if it's just me and you, Eddie, we can just quickly rattle through. And get stuff yeah, sure. done. But that's all I've been playing. So, do you want to mention anything else, or should I just go through all the thank yous and goodbyes and emails and addresses and? Uh, no, I don't think there's anything else. I don't think there's anything else. Right then, it's all good. Please visit our website, which is oneupgaming.co.uk. We have a patron, which is patreon.com/ouj. And we have official merchandise like cups, t-shirts, things like that at bluecyborg.com. Just search One Up Gaming. We have a music album out, Games Inspired Music. Please search that and buy that. And we have our first 100 podcasts exclusively at audiobooksontape.com. Again, please buy that. Money does go to charities for both of them. We have Facebook and YouTube. Just search One Up Gaming. You'll find us. We have a Twitch channel, which is twitch.tv slash official. And if you want to tweet us, it's at official. If you want to email me, it's contact at oneupgaming.co.uk. And the podcast itself, just search for us, oneupgaming, on iTunes or whichever subscribe you use. And subscribe to us, give us positive feedback, five stars, things like that. It'd really help with our search when people are searching for podcasts. So, that is all I can think of today, Eddie. So, that's been episode 218 of the One Up Gaming Podcast from me, David, and Mr. Eddington. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Just a, we have done too many of these podcasts. Let's yes, go. So, thank you, Eddie. See you next week. Oh, yeah. Hi. Justin the Voice here. First of all, we'd like to thank you for listening. Seriously. We really like it when you listen. Yes. But if you'd like to do more than just listen, if you'd like to help us out, well, we have an idea just for you. Visit our Patreon page at www.patreon.com slash O-U-G. Your monthly micropayment will help us keep going all night long, baby. Oh, yeah. Mostly because we usually record at night. Yeah. But don't worry, baby. We got something for you, too. We've got special benefits for all of our Patreon subscribers. Yeah. Again, that's www.patreon.com slash O-U-G.